Hello and welcome back to Jehan's Bedak. I'm your host DD and joining me today once again is my friend and your co-host Vedant. On this episode we'll be talking about the F2 weekend at the French GP. So let's grab some chai, take our seats, ready up pens and dive right into the conversation. Hello Vedant. Uh the win is still elusive to Jehan Darula. What does he need to do in order to get get that sprint race win, feature race win, just win? what what is required of him <laughs> i don't know man because see he he has been you know he has having qualifying struggles all season long so he has been qualifying piece 8 9 10 for a lot of the races he is starting on reverse top 3 top 4 in a lot of the races and still couldn't convert it to a win he started p on reverse pole in france in the sprint race and liam lawson overtook him after liam lawson had a terrible terrible start and liam lawson had to overtake two like one or two other guys and to get into p2 and then overtake uh, jehan so i don't know how it's shaping up for them he's still in p4 in the championship which is good enough but the way everyone around him is driving it's going to be a very difficult task to keep at p4 if he does not get that win and i mean he he gets a couple of podiums in the sprint races right and he gets a couple of podiums but it's not worth a lot exactly. of points you know uh, the sprint exactly. race exactly exactly and it, it's it's not worth you have to be on the podium in the feature races to maintain uh, your yeah i mean championship position wherever that exactly. is exactly and see what what happened in france he started p10 in the feature race he had good race pace he has had good races throughout the season right so his race pace helped him to gain a few places and so did his strategy right but when you are starting p7 or when you are starting p10 sorry you can only get up to p7 and p6 and that's what ha- what's been happening all season so it's yeah it's i don't know when anything will change like there has been no yep. progress throughout the season in terms of what i can see Yeah, and it's not like uh, you know Dennis Hoger is having a better time in that Prema either, yeah. which is just as surprising. Like neither of the Prema drivers are doing well. So who 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 really who except uh, Jehan you know knows what's going on there. Yeah. Um. But uh, going on talking about other other drivers on the grid, uh, Logan Sargent, who was on the march for the last two rounds, on the march finally came to a halt. Just three points from this weekend. uh not what logan sargent wanted i think logan sargent was p2 a point or two ahead of theo pocher before this weekend and now he's 16 points behind uh theo pocher in p3 so definitely not the weekend that logan sargent wanted and uh jehan dragovic had a great points haul uh with 19 points from this weekend just one point less than theo pocher and now sits on 173 points um yeah this Bruno Michel can just take his words and you know <laughs> uh, do something with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh because this championship does not seem to be going away from Felipe Dragovic whatsoever. Yes, it looked when Logan Sargent was marching ahead uh that this might be it, but you know, just one one round, one bad round and uh the point difference has increased instead of coming together and we just have five more rounds left. Yeah, exactly and even theo pocher you know theo pocher finished what p7 in the sprint 
and then he got he got two points in the sprint and uh, second yeah, he, in the yeah he was second in the uh, feature race but feature race. then again it's not enough and he's not doing that enough to you know make up the difference well, the re- it's it's not bad but it's not exactly. enough because Felipe Drogovic is already exactly. there and he's just had a more consistent season than anyone else on the Felipe team. Drogovic finished P4 in the feature race and P3 in the sprint race so that just goes on yep. to show how consistently and how good he has been performing and you know it's not just his pace his team mp motorsport have been almost always right with the strategy like there were a couple of races where they absolutely botched it but in terms of you know normal races where there's either the strategy a or strategy b they have always pulled it off pretty perfectly and it's only the outlying races where you know that's a lot, lot of variables where they have had troubles with strategy and with setup but other than that mb motorsport yeah. and philippe uh, drogovic are on a roll now in every podcast vedant i point out that uh, jahan darubla is still the leading <laughs> uh, red bull junior academy driver mm-hmm. which is still the case which is still the case you know don't don't get me wrong i'm going to point i'm i just pointed it out again but but out of the five red bull junior academy drivers on the f2 grid this season the only two to win a feature race are the two rookies dennis hogger won a race uh, i think couple weekends ago and this weekend it was ayumu iwasa <laughs> uh, not surprising ayumu iwasa had shown you know great flashes of pace but he could just never get a great result together but now he has a win under his belt um and he's an exciting prospect from uh, japan uh, just like yuki sonoda so you know helmut marko's eyes will be on him uh, as well but it's it's just surprising it's it's i remember at the start of the season you know our uh, expectations were on the other end of the spectrum from the entire grid yeah uh, the only people who have fulfilled that expectation somewhat are is is logan sargent Yeah, not even plural. Just Log- uh, no, not Logan Sargent. Sorry, uh, Theo Pochet. He's the only one who's sort of fulfilled that expectation, and the season has just been doing everything else, yeah. <laughs> and other has been otherwise uh, compared to the expectations we had. So it's it's been great to see see this happen. But what are your thoughts on uh, where this Red Bull Junior Academy is really going over the next couple of years? I mean, isn't that the question every single season, right? the red bull junior the red bull junior academy is one of the most enigmatic things in motorsport anything can happen and most likely you don't really like they they promoted yuki sonoda with only his rookie season in formula 2 they called back uh brendan hartley from vec they called back like uh, seasons ago right they called back alex albon from formula e and into the fold once again uh, and all that so the red bull junior academy is strange but from the current current rooster in formula 2 i think vips and Jeha- vips is already gone sorry jahan darwala is i don't think he progress in the red bull fold any further and that leaves us with logan sargent no sorry my bad uh Liam uh, Lawson, Lawson yeah Liam Lawson. and Ivasa and Dennis Hogger now Ivasa and Dennis Hogger have a couple of seasons in hand 
to really show their pace. And Liam Lawson is the Red Bull junior and test driver and de facto leader of the Red Bull Junior Academy, right? So if there is like even even though even if there is a play, there is a sorry even if a place opens up in the Toro Rosso, what am I saying, man? Even if a place opens up in Alpha Tori <laughs> in 2024, the like uh, Liam Lawson would. I think it's Alex Albon yeah, who's moving. Liam there. Lawson would be a prospect, <laughs> but then again, Dennis Hogger and Ivasa would have had another season in their under their belts, and who knows? Maybe one of them would have been the champion, right? So again, it's it it's how that goes, but who knows what will happen. It's always a spectacle to see the Red Bull Junior Academy. All right. Uh, another question. <laughs> uh, I know during our F1 podcast, we talked about who's gonna who's gonna fill that uh, Aston Martin seat that Seb just vacated, right? And there are uh, two teams that are struggling to find a seat. Uh, we talked about one, and that is Alpine with Oscar Piastri. We didn't talk about the other, which is uh, Alfa Romeo Sauber exactly. with Theo Pocher. Is Theo Pocher going to end up in the in the in, Aston Martin in the Aston Martin seat? I mean, <laughs> uh, it is a good. It, it is fun to think about, but it's not going to happen, in my opinion. See, the thing is, if I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Theo Pocher and uh, Frederick Vasseur and everyone would be open to it. Everyone on this side would be open to it, but then again, there's very less chances that. Uh, all this comes into Lawrence Stroll's plan, right? Because Theo Pocher would be a rookie and Lance Stroll is not a leader. So, yeah. It, it's a, it's a, as you said, it's a good yeah. thing uh, to think about. and But it's it's not uh, feasible. Because Alpine has another issue and that is Jack Duhon. Now, Jack Duhon isn't exactly leading the championship, but he's, he's sixth in the championship with 78 points. And he could be a problem for the Alpine Junior Academy moving forward. You know, if they can't place Oscar Piastri, they sure as hell yeah, can't yeah. place <laughs> Jack Doohan. And which is another reason. And Jack Doohan is doing great. You know, he's, he's had great pace. Uh, and he, he's got some good points over the season. But uh, I think Jack Doohan will be one person. I think he, he'll, be, he'll be the most eager person in that Alpine camp to have Oscar Piastri get an F1 seat. So that over the next couple of years, he... Uh, can be next in line with the Alpine team to get that F1 seat. Yeah, absolutely. But Jack Duhan has only had a couple of feature race podiums this season, right? So he still has a long way to go to make a case for himself in Formula 1. Yeah. And a sprint race win, so that's there. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that is there. Uh, unlike, uh, Unlike someone we support. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, but that that win moved uh, Evasa up onto ninth place with seventy two points, and between fifth place and ninth place, or you know, not even ninth place. Let's say between fifth and twelfth. So Lawson sits on seventy nine points, and uh, Yuri Vips sits, sits on sixty seven points. So there's only twelve points separating the fifth place and the twelfth place, which is basically uh, you know. Let's say let's say a feature yeah. race win because you know other other people are also getting points for finishing wherever they're finishing, uh, so we could see a really jumbled up um, order in in the middle of the grid. 
by the end of the season or the next five rounds. And it'll be interesting to see uh, what Ayumwe Vasa and Dennis Hogger can do uh, over the next few races and where they end up. Uh, maybe they end up closer to uh, Jihan Darula and uh, Liam Lawson than we expected. Yeah, absolutely. But one of the most exciting uh, drivers this season for me has been Enzo Fittipaldi. He has been consistent. He has been in an, like in the points almost every time and scoring few podiums, few top fives and everything. And he is above uh, Armstrong. He's above Hogger and he's above Vips. Yeah, he, he's in he's in seventh yeah. right now with seventy six points. He's just uh behind ja- Liam Lawson and, and Jack. Yeah, Moore. exactly. So it's a, like he can be the leader of the midfield potentially come the summer break and you know the last four or five rounds. Yeah, he he had a terrible weekend too. He just got one point from uh from the weekend. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Jehan Darula has a lot of competition coming his way. That is, that is <laughs> a shot of it. Uh, and he needs he needs uh, at least fifteen twenty points every race in order to you know uh, at least finish P four if not P three. But um, that's that's really all from my side of it. Not not a whole lot to talk about F two. Uh, I had I do have a couple things about uh, W series. It, it's going to be the same <laughs> thing as last time. But uh, nonetheless, anything about F two that you want to talk about before we move? Yeah, on well, I just that? want to say like we only have what five more races to go, right? We yeah five more, more races, weekends. five more rounds. And uh, now that we are in Hungary, we know that overtaking is at a premium in Hungary. It's more. It's almost like Monaco and everything. Yeah. If Jehan does not get a good qualifying un- under his belt, I think his another weekend would be squandered. His season as a whole would end in Hungary if the if that happens, right? Because in no way he could potentially get into P3 once again if Logan Sargent, for example, gets a feature race win, right? So. Hopefully, we have a good qualifying for Jehan and for Prema as a whole because the whole Prema operation has been struggling with qualifying. But let's see. Yeah, you, you, you're asking for too much. <laughs> you're asking for too much. But we are not asking for too much when it comes to Jamie Chadwick. Go. <laughs> she, she got pole. She got pole. Then she got slapped with a penalty. So she started P3, I think. Uh, and it took her five corners seven corners before she was p1 again yeah well i mean i i mean i don't have any, i think i ranted enough last time that there is not a point in it again so this time i'm going to talk about the plan that i have to give jamie chadwick the opportunity to you know race in in a higher tier uh series and that is very simple very simple uh, this morning at, or yesterday, uh, WCD announced that instead of going to Japan, they're going to Singapore for uh, one of their rounds. What I am saying is, scrap that round, <laughs> save the money, and give it to Jamie Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> she has. She... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She is going to yeah. win anyway, right? She 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 has won uh, the world championship more or yes. less. She yeah. is going to win anyway. What is one less round? <laughs> what is one less round? So scrap that round. Don't travel overseas. Waste of money. You know whatever. Uh, t- 
take that money give it to jv chadwick let her do at least half a season in f3 or you know uh indie 2000 uh whatever just not in w series again just not in w series again that is my plan now who's on yeah me? i think that is a very <laughs> very good and feasible plan unlike all the plans and things we think about all the time right but <laughs> i mean see and and you are right because for jamie chadwick to progress to a world level series a formula 3 a formula 2 or indie lights or whatever she needs the funds and no one's going to provide her the funds except w series its promoters the fia and probably the formula 1 ecosystem as a whole right so i don't know what's stopping them i don't know what's happening but i do know one thing if jamie chadwick comes back again next season in in w series if she returns to w series next season i think the w series is doomed as is doomed as a whole and i think all the good things that you know all the good progress they were trying to make will not materialize I mean as they have only achieved half of the I mean it's only been like this what only a third season obviously but they have realistically only uh, achieved half of their goal which is to provide uh, uh you know women with with with, with yeah. a fair shot in motorsport the second part is to you know elevate them to the next level which they haven't exactly done yes they have showcased the talent uh, they've done a great job with that uh they given the opportunity uh, you know they've done a lot of uh, driver development blah, blah blah but it is the next step that we all need because without the next step all of this is going to uh, not go anywhere essentially yeah it's it's strange and it's sad that you know all this all this effort and all this you know this whole thing that they have created it's not going to materialize into something substantial that will create a legacy per se and go on into the future because if Jamie Chadwick or anyone else let's say Alice Powell or Emma Kamilainen if these uh, they, these girls win the blue series over and over and over again like even if okay Jamie Chadwick will will, will win this season but next season if Emma Kamilainen wins right and she doesn't get promoted to anywhere else it doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense whatsoever so yeah i don't know what's what they are trying to do or or um or the who, who who's sponsoring uh the yeah. jenner racing team should should try and sponsor jamie chadwick yeah. uh, you know they they have enough money we all know, we all know <laughs> <that>. <laughs> the whole world knows that <laughs> but uh yeah yeah just just a thought Uh but yeah that that's all from my side Vedant if there's anything else that you want to talk about uh please tell me about well, I don't have anything about formula like formula 2 we have talked about formula w series we don't have anything else to say so yeah i think that's about it we can declare like talk about the formula 3 results uh yeah. i don't have them in front of me so if you have them you're welcome to like, give it a shot <laughs> because have yeah well Isaac Hajar is winning and so is Jack Crawford so that's about it did 
and isaac yeah. hajar is a rookie don't forget that don't forget that so, isaac hajar is red a bull racing red bull junior drivers dominating in w in formula 3 so it's going to be a bigger headache for the red bull academy next season in formula 2 very true very true uh, but yeah that's all from our side so thank you vidant for joining me once again it's been a pleasure talking to you about all the junior racing well not all but some of the junior racing that is going on uh, around the world and uh, as always we'll catch you on the next one <laughs>